Good Monday morning. Monday, Monday. Monday, Monday. It's Mark Hutchins here, back. Hope you had a great weekend. Jeremy Clevin over here as well, <laughs> along with, as Jeremy said, Bad Byron. <laughs> I love that. It's a great one. Jeremy coined it. Bad Byron behind the glass. That's me. Gentlemen. Good Byron. Good Byron. <laughs> Good Byron. And also back again with us, Corinne Wind. Thank you for being in again for part four of this part five series. We appreciate you and your time. Thank you. Thank you. I'm back. Hope everyone had a wonderful, back. wonderful weekend. I did, Mark, <laughs> if that's who you're concerned about. Uh, everyone. I'm concerned. I, I'm glad that you did. Hopefully Byron did. Corinne, hopefully you did as well. Had a great Incredible. weekend. Mm-hmm. Good. Yes. I refuse to have a bad weekend. We talked about positivity Friday. Yes. Only the best weekends. Yep. <laughs> and gratitude for them. And yes. gratitude yes. for them. Yes. To say the Although least. when you're in real estate, a lot of times that's, I mean, when you have the most gratitude, because yeah. that's when the action is happening. That's right. right. That's when you're I showing mean, and writing contracts. Not a bad week. Selling weekend. houses. Right. Yeah. If you're, if you're, if you're working and showing clients, you're, you're hopefully signing contracts. I that's have not gratitude. That bad. I have gratitude that you have gratitude. Yeah, yes. Thank you. Yeah. It's and the gratitude. There's a lot yeah. of appreciations all around here. Yeah. I like yes. it. Everybody's appreciating one another. It is really a thing though. I mean, like, I've found myself lately like being really, really grateful for like what's going on around us. And, mm-hmm. you know, and when you have like when you, you know, if you are having a tough day or the tough times, or whatever, like to force yourself to switch your thinking. What am I grateful for? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's tough to be. It's tough to be upset or angry or. It's impossible. I it's impossible. It. I think about that. That's yeah. so, it's so cool. When if you you're realize grateful, that. you're not angry. Yeah. yeah. Or afraid. You can't be either one. Right. I yeah, love that. It's true. So, speaking of afraid, real quick, I heard a line that I liked lately that I kind of want to start living. Well, not, you know, is, you know, an honest man or woman, honest man or woman has nothing to fear. I was like, that's a great line. You know, if you're just living honestly, it's like an open book, you have nothing to fear. That's great. I like that line. Yeah. It is a great line. Yeah. Thought I'd share that. It's top of mind. Go ahead, Mark. Sorry Thank to cut you, you off. No, we're good. We're good. And everybody's fine. It's a great line. I was just going to dive in. Everybody's fine. We're good. Everybody's fine. Everything's great. <laughs> we're, we're, all gra- we're all grateful. Um, we didn't get to chat much about your team except for the size. So uh, maybe you could talk about um, what your role is and what you do on the team. I know you mentioned that you're the creative and your uh, husband is, in the, is the productivity manager. But maybe we talk about that and then, uh, again, diving into the structure, what goes on. Not maybe the structure, but I'm saying just how it all plays out on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, so um, our team, we actually have two different locations. We have our hub out in Litchfield Park, and then we also have a secondary team in Tempe, so expanding. And um, like you said, my role on the team is more the creative and the marketing piece. It's also the growth. So as we're expanding, my days look more of, um, I had a, a meeting you know, yesterday, and most of my days are filled with either phone calls or meetings with people either that are running their own teams and we're looking at folding and bringing their teams into our team or agents that would benefit from being part of our team. So it's part of that growth and expansion piece. Okay. Um, my husband has a productivity coach and then we have a listing manager and a transaction coordinator. Uh, we have three virtual assistants, a field person and a director of operations and 12 sales agents and two showing agents. So the you- ongoing challenge or ongoing, you know, problem or, you know, with not just team leaders, but agents themselves, you know, how do you get people productive? How do you help them get productive? So I know you have a couple thoughts on that. 
and then obviously, you know, your husband, you know, son doing the same thing, but how, how do we help people get productive? Yeah. I think the first thing is building out the plan, but why are we doing this? So a lot of times we lose sight of why we would just go out and some days are a grind and in real estate, some days you get your butt kicked. So why would you continue to go back out and do that? And when you lose sight and you lose focus of that, that's usually when you take your foot off the gas and you stop doing that. So I think it's a constant conversation around the why you're doing it um, and looking farther into the future. So we had talked uh, the other day about anxiety. Anxiety is like, take one step at a time, right? Like don't get overwhelmed by all the things that you have to do. But when it comes to setting goals, you are not looking at what's happening in the next 30 days or even the next 90 days because that's not exciting. That's goal setting for like making your house payment. Nobody cares about that. Like (laughs) let's get out of that real estate cycle and let's look farther into the future. Let's look one, three and five years out. And I have a lot of conversations with agents and most of them can't take themselves there. They haven't been that far out. And, and I think hard it's harder to, to get excited, right? But that's where the excitement is. I mean, it is harder to see that. But when you take yourself there more often, it becomes easier to go there. And that is the exciting piece, right? And we always underestimate what it's going to take in a year. And we always overestimate what it's going to take, you know, three to five years. And so if you would have told me several years ago, I'd be here today, uh, I wouldn't have believed that, right? Because I always think it's going to take much more. But in a year, I think I can do you know, three times as much as I actually do because that's just, that's just the way it is. So I think mm-hmm. it is number one for sure, focusing on why we want to do it. Um, and then we have to have the buy-in too of our family. You know, we didn't talk in that other segment, but one of the things that's really helped me, especially having a, a family and having that balance piece is setting goals and getting them excited around it. So one of the first things I set with them was, hey, let's do a Disney cruise. And I put it out there and then I have to actually like do the activities so that we could, I didn't have the check to write when I said that. Right. <laughs> I said, let's do that. So that when I have to make a sacrifice, I can tell them, hey, remember mom's trying to work for us to go on that cruise. I need you to be able to, you know, be quiet in the car while I make this phone call or, you know, whatever it looks like. Right. But there's going to be sacrifice and there's that buy in. So it's not just setting the goal, but making sure that you have the support around you. And those conversations come first and foremost. And then it's building out the plan of action of actual activities that we're going to do. So it's not stacking all this stuff that we're not going to actually do. What will we do? Am I going to actually make the phone calls? Am I going to actually knock the doors? Or am I better suited to go have coffee because I have a good database and I should just be reconnecting with those people? Or am I really great at doing open house? So instead of doing one open house, I should be doing two to three open houses. And I'm not going to do that forever, but I have to do it right now because I need to build up my database. And how strategic am I at the open house? Do I actually call around, you know, the neighborhood when I do the open house and knock some doors when I do the open house? So it's building out that plan. And then behind that, it's the accountability to make sure that we're doing the tasks. Because just as humans, I do the same thing to my coach sometimes. It's, hey, look over here. I didn't do this. And, you know, this happened or that happened. Life showed up. And it's like, okay, great. Let's shelve that. And let's put that over here up on this shelf far away where we can't see that. And let's actually talk about the activities and what we need to do now to catch up. Because if we didn't do it, you still have to do it. It's not like we start tomorrow at zero. We start in a deficit because we didn't yeah. do that activity today. So it's that accountability piece. And then the biggest piece behind all sandwiched with all of that is the mindset, right? So what are we doing to keep mentally strong, mentally fit? Cause like we said, this is a tough industry. You yes, know, it the, is. the failure rate is what really high. Doing? What and are so, you doing to keep your mind right? Mindset wise, there's a lot of reading, you know, um, I'm embarrassed to say when I first got going to real estate, I talked to a lot of really high producers and just successful business people outside of real estate. They're readers. 
mm-hmm. they read a lot or they audible. Mm-hmm. So right, audible right. is one of my favorite That's, tools, right? Like your, yeah. your university on wheels. And I love my music yeah. and I love to crank the, crank the tunes, but when I put the audible on, that's my rolling university. And so I used to pride myself in saying, you know, if there's no movie for it, I'm not, I'm not going to be in the know. Cause <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't read right. books. And I had this um, pain attached to learning. So I was really excited to be done with school. And then I realized, gosh, this is the gateway for me to be incredibly successful. And the only difference between me and this guy over here, that's doing 10 times what I'm doing is he's read of a heck, heck of a lot more books than I have. And there's no reason I couldn't do the same thing. I can fill myself with all that knowledge. I can never put it all in my mind. And when I read that, it inspires me to go out and kick some butt. What are your top three reads or listens that have shaped you into be either the woman or the business person that you are today? Um, I would say Unlimited Power by Tony Robbins is the number one. Unlimited Um, Power. Unlimited Power. Number two would be The Compound Effect. Love it. Great book. By Darren Hardy. Yep. And number three, probably Think and Grow Rich with four. I got to say the one thing because that's a really good one too. I read yeah. that one four times because as a mom, a multitasker, I didn't understand that concept of the one thing, but that's a game changer. Hey, and that's very important too. I mean, you have to, if you do have to reread or re-listen to it because so that you can I actually have, implement it. And that's it. what I do now. Those right. books that I just named, I yeah. reread those once a year. Absolutely. Like 40X, Four Disciplines of Execution. That's a great one. Yeah. I have my, a lot of my coaching clients read that. I got to have a scoreboard. You got to have a scoreboard. No one watches a game without the scoreboard. Yeah. Exactly. And I've listened to that a few times just because, again, to implement everything is more important than reading a whole bunch of books and then doing nothing about it, right? Well, I mean, exactly. Yeah, read That's something exactly right. 10 times, you know, <laughs> and, and actually implement. Yeah, implement them. Implement something. And it's incredible. And my, I have such a value on time that early, younger, immature Corinne would say, what? Read, why would you reread the book, you know, again? Mm-hmm. Now I understand, yeah, I'm in a different place in life and I'll reread something and go, was that in the book the first time? I completely missed that part. Right. <laughs> And so if it was such a great one the first time, it's really extraordinary on read four and five. I am becoming every day more and more like time is like absolutely precious to me and like maximizing every minute, you know, again, cause you know, I am a, with you and the believer that there's no real balance, you know, but my schedule, like how, you know, as my time is very set and scheduled now, like I know when I'm going to have my boys, I know when I'm not, I know when I have this, I know when I, you know, so it's, it's, maximizing every minute that I possibly, possibly can. Yeah. I think, I mean, business is a sport to me. So if you're really going to be, you know, great and incredible at the sport, it's just a game of who maximizes their time the best. Mm -hmm. I mean, really that, that becomes what it's about and it's how efficient can I become in the time that I have? Yeah. Going back to that balance conversation, right? Like that's what it is. And and it's people have said too, it's like Jeremy was saying that, there is no such thing as no balance, but whether you work 40 or, or 60, it's just however it plays in your schedule. So you can take that and cause, uh, there's people that start at three, there's start, people that start at nine, there's people that end at four, some people end at eight, whatever the case is. Like Jeremy said, you're maximizing in each one of those. So I love that. And you've figured so fast, you figured it out. And then the refresher every year of reading the book or listening me, I like to listen that maximizes, I think all of our time, at least for us in the car. We can speed it up too, yeah. right? You can put it on one and yeah. a half or two times. Well, and I'd say yeah. there's certain yeah. like certain discs of 40X I love the best, you know, and I love listening over and over to the scoreboard and the wigs. Um, and that's the things that we always have to keep in, in, in front of the mind in the, every single day. Um, so let's stop there and let's finish tomorrow, finish strong with a bang. So let's talk, let's talk about uh, I love numbers and celebrating your success. You've been so wildly successful. Let's talk about some of those numbers. Let's talk about where it's going in the next couple of years. 
like you were saying, it's easy to say, oh, here's a year over. You said you underestimate the year and overestimate what it takes for three to five, right? right. So maybe we can get a little more into that as well. Great. Uh, guys, again, don't forget about the charity golf tournament coming up. This week. Yeah. Thursday. Get ready. It's going to be fun. It's for a great cause. Our sponsors, Shebang, CRM, First American Title, Empire West, MG, Move, Muscular Moving Men, First American Title, VIP Mortgage, VIP Insurance, and American Title. Thank you, guys. Byron, we're going to need you on the course on Thursday. We're going to record yes. live. Oh, okay. Thursday cool. dose. Oh, I'll put that together. <laughs> yes, it's coming, guys. Better start today. Will Jeremy hit it close to the pin this year? Uh, obviously not. <laughs> well, you never know. Uh, this will be the second time I've golfed this year, but I'll give it my best shot. Hey, I love it. I like to have fun. Hopefully everyone else out there comes out too and has yes. some fun with us. Yes. All for a good cause. Have a great day. <laughs> everyone. Yes. <laughs> See ya. See ya. Bye. <laughs>